I'll tell you what, it's nice to have friends. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. As many of you know, my wife and I are busy in Florida with some family events and some very important church and ministry work. And so a good friend you've heard before has volunteered to to fill in today. So would you welcome to the microphone, Jim Calhoun. Thanks, Bob. It's great to be back on Truth to Ponder. Before I get on with my topics today, I would like to mention that for the last two days, I've had two bald eagles who have been out there flying circles over where I'm working, stacking hay bales. As I look up at these bald eagles, it just kind of gives my heart a thrill. You can call me sentimental, you can call me a patriot, call me what you want, but I just love the majesty of the bald eagle. And I'm so glad that two of them have shared part of their day with me the last couple days. And I hope they're here again tomorrow. My words today on Truth to Ponder are going to be a little on the tough side, I'm afraid. I've had a lot on my mind lately. I've been watching lots of videos, been listening to a lot of news. And it seems like every day we're creeping a little bit farther down this black hole. Those who have faith in God know that we have to rely on our faith. And I think we need to rely on our faith more now than ever. But I think lots of people are giving in. They're giving in to the tyrants. They're giving in to the mandates. There are people who are going against their own character and their own morals. And they're doing things against what they would normally do just to keep a paycheck. Now, I realize you have to have money to live. I get that. But there has to be something in people's life that means more than money. You have to have faith that if you quit your job that's giving you a mandate or giving you orders to do things that are against your will, if you have faith in God... You should have faith that God will give you a better job, or at least replace the job with the same income. It's time that we relied on our faith a lot more than we do. And I've been thinking of lots of professions that are being ruined right now. And what I mean by ruined is reputation, to where when you hear words that describe that occupation, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. And I'm going to talk to several professions today about how their profession right now is going the way that the word dictator did. That when you tell people your profession, they're not going to have honorable thoughts about you or good thoughts about you. Automatically, they're going to think, oh, you must be one of the tyrants or you must be part of the problem. And I don't have the time to talk about every profession that I want to mention. So I mention the ones that come to mind most often. And I think they need to hear my words and consider my words. Because I don't want anyone to have negative connotations put towards them because of their job. If they don't act to save the reputation of their chosen profession, then they're going to have to live with the fact that maybe some people are not going to look favorably upon what they do. I want nothing but good for my fellow man. And so I'm going to point a few things out. Am I right on all of them? Maybe. Maybe not. 
but they are my true feelings, and there's something that I think that needs to be said. I love my God, I love my country, I love my fellow citizen, and I love mankind in general. And so you might call today's show Tough Love, because if I didn't care about these people and their profession, then I'd keep silent, but I do care. And so that's the spirit in which I offer this show. Because the situation in the world is so crazy, it's just really hard to get your head around all of it. And the old saying goes, the best way to eat an elephant is one bite at a time. And so I'm going to be looking at the situation as it is worldwide. And we're going to take this one bite at a time. And know that I'm working on the whole elephant here. So if it seems like things aren't related, I'm going to do my best to pull it all together. The world is a great big place. And the world is really complicated. Now you can simplify it down to right versus wrong, good versus evil, God versus Satan. You can break it down to just those things. But to understand why... The world is in such chaos right now. You have to be able to step back far enough that you can see the forest. Because we're in so many trees right now, it's hard to see the entire forest. And all of this chaos and the tyranny has all been around for a long time. It's just incrementally been getting worse. And the tyranny is nothing new to mankind. Ever since ancient times... Kingdoms such as Babylon and Egypt, Rome, all of these different empires have been laced with tyranny. And so tyranny is nothing new. There are countries in this world that have never known anything but tyranny. And we like to call them third world countries. But why are there third world countries? Don't we live in one earth? Yes, we do. That's part of the problem, is that we have had tyranny. We've had people keeping people down. We've had people censored. We've had people persecuted. We've had people purposely held back on this planet. And for the first time in the Western world, we are seeing the same tactics presented to us. There has been something planned for a long time. Things like this COVID-19 pandemic didn't just happen. All of this seems to have been coordinated, not just for a year or two, but over the past century, or maybe even a little bit longer. If you want to study how things have gotten so out of hand, it would take you months of research and reading to put this all together. But it is all connected. And it's connected through the banking system, the scientific community, the political world, the big money people, the oligarchs, the globalists, have all had this plan to rule the world. And that's the same thing that tyrants have wanted through history, is to rule the world. They want to know everything about you, everything you're doing. They want to control it. People might say that corporations don't want to hurt anybody. They're, they want to make money. Well, all these people have already made so much money that it isn't about money anymore. It's about power. It's about control. 
It's about a psychopathic ego. And it's all about the reprobate mind. It's really hard to find a starting place. But I think I'm going to start with the schools. Have you noticed that every year or two, our students seem to be getting a little bit farther behind in their reading ability? They're not quite up to snuff with their math. And now there's places that are allowing students to graduate high school without even the ability to read. And if you go back into the 1890s or 1880s, the average 8th grade student was at a level that was probably first or second year in college. But yet, every year we have to dumb down our students. And you might be asking, why? You can't have a strong nation with people that aren't educated. Well, that's the point. They're being dumbed down on purpose because people who are not educated are easier to control. You can call them sheeple. They'll just do anything they're told and they'll believe any lie that's told to them by the media, by the government, by the scientific community. They'll just believe it. And so our school systems have been used very, very mightily by the globalists and by the people that want to rule the world. And they don't have God as their center. They want to be their own God. They are the center. And so Christians have been targeted for a long time because they have faith in God. And faith in God translates to them as a threat. And so they have to get rid of the threat. And the teachers that have been hired over the last 20, 30 years, some of them are good teachers, but some of them are just plain social engineering indoctrinationalists. And they don't want to teach your children, they want to indoctrinate them. So when you're talking about the school system, I'm talking about the public school system, but also some private schools that rely on federal grants or those with tax-free status or get other perks, they'll also toe the mark and do what they're told by the federal government. Now, it's really hard for the average person to believe that anyone would want our students not to be smart. And they're counting on that, they meaning the globalists, the tyrants, as long as they have their children in private schools with their own teachers and they're being taught how to read, how to write, they're being taught everything at these schools among the quote-unquote elites. Their children are getting educated just fine. But your children, they don't want you to have school choice. Well, why not? Because they want your children to be in indoctrination centers. And don't think this can't happen worldwide because it's happened over and over and over again. And it seems to be happening more so right now in the Western world. Education is secondary. Indoctrination is everything. And so I'm going to tell the teachers out there, the good ones, God bless you for being a good teacher. We need good teachers. But the profession of being a teacher in a public school, that reputation is going away rapidly. Let's take the word dictator. Going down a little trail here. In the early 20th century, the word dictator was just fine. 
It was just another word for leader, or president, or prime minister, dictator. It was just another word. It didn't have any negative connotations to it. And at one time, Mussolini was one of the most admired leaders in the world. But then the tyranny set in. And then Germany happened with Adolf Hitler. And the tyranny set in. And the tyranny was already running rampant through the Soviet Union. But the word dictator was a good word. It was a good enough word that a major American automobile manufacturer, Studebaker, had a model for years called the dictator. They had the commander, the president, and the dictator. All words meaning leaders. But in the 1930s, the word dictator was starting to leave such a foul taste in everyone's mouth that Studebaker abandoned the model dictator and changed it to champion. And so the word dictator now has a negative connotation where it never used to have. Now I'm going to go back to the teachers. The words public school teacher are going to have the same bad taste as the word dictator. As schools are indoctrinating our children, but not teaching them. And sometimes it's not the teacher's fault, it's the administration's fault or the school board's fault. But the same thing, being on a school board of a public school. All these professions are being so tainted right now, right in front of everyone's eyes, that it's time for the teachers to stand up and make a stand. Make a stand for your God. Make a stand for your country. Make a stand for your students. Make a stand for yourself. But make a stand. I've seen videos of public school teachers that are just absolutely insane of what they're doing to their children. How they're not training them. How they're not teaching them. How it's all about shaming. How it's all about social indoctrination. Now is the time for homeschooling. It's time to get out of the public schools. And as a Christian, I have to say, you have to have a Christian-based education because there's wisdom there. And there's no wisdom in the public school system. And I think every parent needs to love their children and train their children up in the way they should go. And it's time for the parents to make a stand, to make a stand against these schools, make a stand against this tyranny, Make a stand against the school boards. Now, I know that recently, parents who are openly critical of the critical race theory and are openly critical of the school boards have been deemed terrorists. Well, there's another example of tyranny. So now I'm going to get on to government. There was a time when the word senator was a word of honor. The word congressman was a word of honor. The president was revered, if not the man, the office. That being a public servant meant that you loved your country and you served your country. But now, what does the words senator mean to you? What kind of taste does that word leave in your mouth? What kind of taste does member of parliament leave in your mouth if you're from Canada or Australia? What kind of taste does president leave in your mouth? 
These professions are being ruined beyond the point of redemption. And if we the people do not make a stand and replace these tyrants, then nobody, no matter good ones or bad ones, nobody is going to be able to have any effect as a senator, as a congressman, as a president, as a member of parliament, of a prime minister. No one is going to have any effect because the profession is going to be so ruined and so tainted by these tyrants. And if there are any good politicians out there, and I've got to question that. I've met a couple that I thought were okay, but later on, they disappointed me. If there are any good politicians out there, know that it's up to you to clean up your own backyard. You have to make a stand. Make a stand for your profession. Make a stand for your country. Make a stand for your people. And represent the people like you're supposed to. Do not go to places of government and just represent yourself in your own interests. Represent the people. It seems like representing the people is the last thing that these representatives want to do. They don't understand the word representative. They all think they're kings or queens. And it's time that these people were voted out of office. Now, do I think votes are even counted anymore? I don't know. After seeing the 2020 election and how it was stolen, who knows how many others have been stolen through the years. And if it's that corrupt, it's time to ash can the whole thing and start over again with the same Bill of Rights in our Constitution. But this time follow it and root out all these tyrants. Thomas Jefferson, in his wisdom, warned the American people about tyranny. And so we need to listen to his words, and we need to act on them. So if you want to have a country that has freedom, and has justice, and lives up to the ideals that represent the United States of America, then things have got to change. Because we no longer are one nation under God. Now I'm going to move on to the church community. I can't remember the last time I've seen a message on the message board of a church that says, Pray for America. What happened? It seems like our churches are inundated with social justice warriors and people that don't read the Bible, they don't believe the Bible anyway if they read it because they're not teaching it. They're teaching some sort of a doctrine that is totally unbiblical. So we have a lot of pastors, and we have a lot of deacons. We have a lot of church boards and a lot of church members that are dropping the ball. Or they've totally dropped it and left it and have abandoned it. And to the churches that are no longer Christ-centered, what's the point? Are you just going to join the globalists and join the tyrants? And are you going to join the liars and stand against Almighty God? Stand against His Word? It seems like a lot of that's going on. I recently heard of a pastor who said he would no longer perform marriage ceremonies for straight couples, that he would be happy to marry gay couples. Now, how backward is that? Now, isn't that discrimination? Well, I guess not, because there are some groups in this country that it doesn't matter what you do to them, 
like Christians, you can discriminate all day long, and that's just, that's just fine. But it's time for the churches to stand up. Find yourself. Rediscover your God. Repent. Turn away from this woke. Turn away from all of this helping the tyrants and helping the one world government type people. It seems like everyone is trying to lick the boots of who they think is going to be in power. I'm going to remind some of the people in the church that Almighty God is all-powerful. And so while you're chasing after the approval of men, the approval of governments, giving in to tyrants, churches that say only vaccinated people are welcome, Jesus Christ walked among the lepers. So what's your excuse? It's time for the church to wake up. It's time for the church people to wake up. Don't just go to church and find your favorite place to sit and sit there and listen. Get involved. Make a stand. Make a stand for your God. Make a stand for your church. Make a stand for your fellow people that are worshiping with you. Make a stand for yourself. Make a stand for your country. Stand up. Have your faith mean something. We are in a crisis right now. And just to sit there and say, well, it's not going to happen to me, so I don't care, is just like aiding and abetting the enemy. Everyone has to do their part. And if you're not willing to do your part to save the republic, if you're not willing to do your part to help your fellow man and to stand against the tyrants and to stand against the medical tyranny and medical malpractice, if you're not willing to stand up to protect others and their rights, all of their amendment rights, if you're not willing to stand up and protect the rights of all Americans, then you need to really look in the mirror and examine yourself. But Christians, don't be a Christian in name only. Don't back down and don't be shy about being a Christian. The world needs more than ever right now the salt of the earth and the light. And as Christians, we have an awful lot to offer. The Bible says we're the salt of the earth and not to put our light under a bushel basket. Well, it's time to shine our light brightly. It's time to be salty. Stand up. It's way past time. Another profession where they need to look at themselves really hard is the law enforcement. For years, law enforcement has been trying their best with public relations campaigns to entice people to join the force and to convince the community that they're there to, to protect and serve the community in which they live. But just like the word dictator turned sour, the word law enforcement officer is now starting to leave a very bad taste in people's mouth worldwide. So if you're one of those police officers that are only on the force to be a bully and to be a tyrant, and I hope you're held accountable for your tyranny, and I hope you're held accountable as being a bully. To those law enforcement officers who got into law enforcement to protect and serve the people, God bless you. We're with you. But you have to know that if you don't stand up, 
if you don't try to keep your profession from going down the drain, if you don't stand up now, that profession of being a law enforcement officer is going to have the same connotation as being the Gestapo. I've been watching videos worldwide of pastors being arrested. I've seen people out for a walk a block from their house in Australia being arrested. I've seen people harassed on the streets by law enforcement officers because they had their mask underneath their nose. And a lot of the times the officers in these videos aren't even wearing masks, but yet they're harassing someone for not wearing a mask and the mask doesn't work anyway. And so if law enforcement just becomes another arm of the tyrants and it's used for tyranny, know that we the people are eventually going to have enough. So again, I'm going to say to you good law enforcement officers, if there are any, it's time to stand up because we're not seeing any good ones. We're not seeing massive strikes by police forces saying, stop the tyranny, especially in Australia. If there's any policemen in Australia that have a soul, that have a conscience, then they need to stand up. But if the almighty dollar their paycheck means more to them than their humanity, well, they're not good people then anyway. You know, I'm not the best guy in the world. I'm far from it. But there is absolutely no way that I would ever treat somebody like the police in Australia are treating their people. That's just not in me. I couldn't do it. I'd quit first. If someone told me to harass people for the reasons that they're being harassed, like because they post a post on Facebook and then the officers go and comply and they do and they knock on people's doors. Are you kidding me? Are there any good policemen in Australia? Are there any in Canada? Are there any good ones in the United States or the UK? I don't know. Where are they? How come they're not standing up for their profession and seeing the political tyrants ruin their profession? So it's time for our law enforcement officers to stand up, the good ones. Stand up for your profession. Stand up and protect and serve the people like you're paid to do. Do not protect and serve the globalists. Do not protect and serve the tyrants. There's going to be an accounting someday, and history is going to write what's going to happen to the people that come out on the short end of this thing. There's nothing above Almighty God. And as you're serving the tyrants and you're serving the Satanists, you're not serving Almighty God. So I think you need to stop and look in the mirror and ask yourself, are you making a difference? Are you actually serving and protecting the people? I think that's something you should do. Take stock of yourself. Stand up. It's way past time. It looks like we're at the midpoint of the show. And so I will pick things up on the other side of the break. And I'll be right back after this. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Air holes coming up. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. Now, when I was a little kid, I used to catch insects and I would put them in jars. I always had to remember to punch air holes in them because if I didn't, they'd die, you know. But if you put the air holes, they could live for a while. What does that have to do with you? Air holes? Well, 
If you're planning to catch insects today, make sure you put air holes in the jar. But more important, if you plan on having a living relationship with God, make sure you have air holes. You see, anything living for the most part needs to breathe. So will the life of God in you. The Bible says if you're born again, God lives inside of you. He is the life. You're the jar. Your life is the jar. The big mistake many believers make is they try to box God in. They keep God in a box or a jar with no openings, no openings in their life or their heart. That's what religion often does. People think they can contain God in a formula, a dogma, a ritual, a service. They repeat over and over again, a rut. God doesn't live in a box. Other people think they could just put their relation with God on hold in a jar and it'll be preserved. It won't. It'll die. Others think they can serve God without daily prayer, daily communion, daily faith, without receiving from God. They can't. It'll die. You can't put the life of God in a box with no holes. You know, you need openings. You're wondering why you don't have life and joy and power. Chances are your walk is closed up. Break out of the rut, my friend. Punch holes in your walk. Open up your religiousness. Break out of that walk. Step out in faith. Punch a hole in your ministry. Punch a hole in that rut. Take the time just to be alone with God. Punch a hole in your heart for prayer and quiet time, for faith, for receiving the Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit means breath in Hebrew and Greek. For there to be life and breath, there's got to be air holes. Punch a hole in that religion and let the wind of God blow in. Want more? Ask for the branch. What if you could receive daily vitamins guaranteed to strengthen your spiritual walk with God? A six-month supply for free. You can't. Sapphire is your daily spiritual vitamin supply for a victorious walk with God and updates on Israel, prophecy, end time, events, and the mystery of the temple doors all free. How do you get this completely free? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real human name, Yeshua, and dial it. That's easy. Just dial 1-800-YESHUA-1. You'll be blessed, but call now. That's 1-800-YESHUA-1. Now, you can actually spread salvation around the world for very little through shortwave radio from the Arctic Circle to Israel. It's amazing. It's like sending a billion tracks around the world. How? Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. You'll do great things in the Lord. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or write me direct. Here's Al. Just write to the nice Jewish boy, Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 076 44. It's a nice Jewish boy. It's box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. Till next time, this is Jonathan Khan saying Shalom Alechem. Peace be to you, my friend, in Messiah, Yeshua Tenu, our salvation. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two of Truth to Ponder for this Wednesday. Hard to believe that this month is literally about two-thirds gone, the month of October. I, I can't believe how fast it has flown by. But I want to thank all of you that take the time to listen to the program and make contact. Tomorrow and Friday, I'm going to be sharing some, some letters that you have sent And tomorrow's program is going to be rather exciting. I think you're going to enjoy what I have in mind. But during this time we're in Florida, I've asked a good friend of mine, as you heard in the first segment of the program, Jim Calhoun, to to step up to help me out. It is hard to produce this program every day to get it all done. And he has volunteered to, to help me out with some programs, especially during this very busy month of equipment I'm working on a wedding to plan for, just a whole lot of activity. And without his help, it would be so, so much more difficult. If you appreciate what Jim has done, you can always email the radio program. You can get a hold of me and I'll pass it on to Jim. And my email address is bob at truth2ponder.com. Bob at truth2ponder.com. 
truth2ponder.com, truth2ponder. And I'll be delighted to, to pass it along. If you believe in the ministry that we are doing, you can support us financially. If you make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio, our mailing address is Truth to Ponder, 5753, Highway 85 North, number 3248. I know there's a lot of numbers in there, but here we go again. 5753, Highway 85 North, number 3248. And that is in Crestview, Florida, zip code 32536. One more time. 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248, Crestview, Florida, 32536. Right now we go back to the program and I welcome to the microphone, Jim Calhoun. Thanks, Bob. There's lots that I need to say to lots of people and I'm getting a lot off my chest. But the reason why I'm coming on so strong today is I'm seeing a wide variety of people who are sitting on the fence. I have people that say, well, I'm just going to ignore it and hope it goes away. I've literally had people tell me that. I really feel that the tyrants that are attacking all of the people, all of the free people worldwide, are some of the worst the world has ever seen. At least they have the most power. They have the most powerful militaries behind them. They have the most powerful technology behind them. And there's a lot of nefarious things going on. A lot of people with a reprobate mind everywhere that are demonstrating their evilness and their wickedness. I sit back and watch this, and it frustrates me. And so I want to join the fight. I want to fight for my God. I want to fight for my country. I want to fight for my fellow man. I want to fight for my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren. And I want to fight for you, your children, and your great-grandchildren. We have to do this together. We have to do this as a united people. And I know some of my words sound maybe divisive. I'm not meaning this to be divisive. I'm trying to wake people up. I'm trying to make people take stock of themselves and ask themselves, what side am I on? We have way too many people that are just sitting back doing nothing. And I think we are the frog in the boiling pot of water. And if we sit there and do nothing, not only we as a country, but we as a species, literally, is at stake. We have scientists out there that are doing everything in their power to destroy what God has created and to alter mankind, to usher in the quote-unquote new evolution. But I have to ask the scientists this. What gives you the right to do things behind closed doors and then release these organisms out into the public, out into the atmosphere, out into the ecosystem? By what right do you have to just totally corrupt God's creation? They're running commercials on the radio, I don't know if you've heard them, that are promoting that GMO is good for the environment. And GMO is good for everything. Says who? I don't think God would agree with that. It's time that 
the bankers that are funding this. It's time that the scientists who are sitting on the sideline letting it happen, maybe not actively participating in this, but they're sitting out there letting it happen. Scientists, stand up. Stand up for your profession. I, for one, look at scientists now with deep suspicion instead of admiration. That shouldn't be that way. We should not be scared of the professionals in science, but yet we have no choice. The things that I'm seeing that they're trying to create, the places they're trying to take humanity, is satanic in my view. And I just touched on the bankers just one little bit. Bankers, do not do everything for the almighty dollar. You have to look at yourself as a human being. Making money is not what's important in this world. You need to realize that. As some of the listeners know, I was involved in a very horrific car accident. And for 10 years, my heroes were nurses and doctors. Anytime someone would tell me their profession and they would say they were a nurse, I would say, thank God for you. Nurses were a big part in saving my life. And if they're a doctor, I'd say, thank God for you. Thank God for you caring enough for your fellow man to devote your life to healing. But over the last year, I have watched nurses and doctors be total medical tyrants. Now, maybe some of them are being threatened to be fired or lose their license. But again, why would you want to have a license or work in a profession that is becoming so evil right now? Why would you do that? Why wouldn't you stand up for your own morals? Why wouldn't you stand up for yourself? Is it all about money? For me to do a 180 from being 100% for nurses and for doctors to right now, I have trouble respecting those professions. Just like I use the word dictator was a good word at one time, is now a bad word. Nurses are being like prison guards, and doctors are being like concentration camp wardens in places. They're engaging in horrible medical malpractice because most doctors know that there are treatments for diseases like COVID-19, but they're told by their hospital administration, don't use these. We'll terminate your job if you use any of these medicines that we don't tell you to use. And they're walking lockstep with Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci helped create COVID-19. He's making lots of money off of it. So why is he in charge of fighting COVID-19? And for the medical community to go along with horrible medical malpractice, there are many people being very harmed, some dying from the COVID-19 vaccines. The vaccines are not even true vaccines. They had to change the definition in the dictionary of vaccination and vaccine just to cover for this new Pfizer shot and the Moderna shot, Johnson & Johnson. It's totally experimental. That's why we're seeing walkouts through the airline industry. People from all over the world are now striking against their employers and against the mandates that they take this experimental vaccine. The word is getting out. There's more people are dying of COVID now than did in 2020. But the people who are dying of COVID 
Most of them are vaccinated. The vaccine is the problem, folks. You could say the vaccine is a total failure, and it is as far as being positive, but if it's being used for nefarious reasons, such as making people sick or possibly even killing them, well, then these vaccines are a smashing success. I personally know of five people now have died or nearly died from taking these experimental vaccines. The doctors scratch their head and say, well, we don't know what's happening. Yes, they do. Doctors, nurses, stand up. Stand up for yourself. Stand up for your dignity. Stand up for your fellow man. Are you in it just for the money? Are you aware that the medical profession as a whole is being tarnished to the point of no return? I know this. I'm going to go to a natural practitioner from now on. There's no way I'm going to go back to these drug pushers. I'm not going to go back to the doctors that are owned by Big Pharma. I'm not going to go back to a place where there's nurses who are doing more harm than good. I realize there's some in the medical profession that listen to this show, and I realize that they won't like what I'm saying. But look in the mirror. Are you one of these tyrants? Are you going along with the tyrants? Are you one of these good ones that are working against it? Groups like the frontline doctors, nurses who are speaking out, who are blowing the whistle on all these horrible malpractice things that the hospitals are doing. God bless you if you're one of the good nurses or one of the good doctors. But if you're one of those that knows that when you're giving the shot to somebody that it can harm them, if you're one of those nurses, you're going to have to account to Almighty God. So it's time for the medical profession to stand up. Stand up for yourself. Stand up for your profession. Stand up for your patients. Live up to your oath. It's way past time. One of the most revered groups in the United States have been our veterans. And God bless our veterans, because without our veterans, we wouldn't have our freedom. But guess what? We're losing our freedom more every day. Each mandate done by our dictating tyrant in the White House, Joe Biden, we lose a little more freedom. They don't care about the amendments. They don't care about the Constitution. So all you people in the military that took an oath to defend this country against enemies, foreign and domestic, but yet I've seen videos of soldiers telling the people that when martial law comes, I won't have any trouble shooting you. And they're saying this to their own people. Where is the outrage? Where are the active duty servicemen and women? Where are they? Why don't they make a stand? I know there's consequences in the military, but you have to stand up. You didn't sign up to be a tyrant. You didn't sign up to go against your own people. And if that's what you're told to do, and that's what you're willing to do, you better rethink it, because you too are going to be held accountable. So it's time for our average military people to make a stand. Now, I know it's going to have to be limited because of your role as being in the military. But don't be silent. Do what you can. Stand up. Don't make people afraid of the military. People now see someone in uniform on the street. The first thing they think is, oh, my God, is this martial law? Is this person out here to harass me? Do you people really want to have your own population turn against you as far as your profession as being a soldier? Do you think that you want to have people scared of you and apprehensive of you? Now, if that gives you a power trip, if that's why you're there, well, 
then you're probably in the right place right now. But no, there's consequences. But it's time for our military, past and present, to stand up. There's a lot of people who have taken an oath to defend this country from enemies both foreign and domestic. But yet, Christians and people that believe in Christian holidays and people that are concerned about what's being taught in their schools are being called terrorists, called a threat. I think there's an awful lot of unlawful things happening in government right now. A lot of unwise things, minimum. So I think the average person in the military needs to look in the mirror and ask themselves, are they part of the problem? Are they helping create the problem? Or are they part of the solution? I would ask you to please follow your oath. There's one group of people in this country that have always been known for their independent nature, and that's the farmers and ranchers of this country. They've always been the most self-sufficient people in our society. They can fix what's broken. They can build what they need to build. They can do what they need to do. They don't need to rely on others. They don't need to rely on anything for them to get by, make a living, prosper. But now with the farm subsidies and the programs that are in place, farmers are now more beholden to the government than they've ever been. And with science pushing the GMO foods, they're taking what God has created and they're corrupting it. And I realize the yields are much higher with GMO. I realize they're easier to grow. I realize they're easier to take care of as far as keeping weeds out. I I get it. But know that all these chemical companies, which I've got to say Pfizer, who I do not trust, who is giving people deadly vaccines, is also heavily involved in our food supply. I wouldn't trust it. But a word to our farmers. Don't lose your self-sufficiency. Don't rely on your government check. If you're already there, get away from it as fast as you can. And to those who are growing GMO, just know that all they have to do is say there's a shortage of one of the chemicals that they need for that crop to prosper if they hold back on some of the fertilizer or if they hold back seed one year and say we don't have enough seed to go around. I think the GMO thing ultimately is a trap for the American farmer. I think the American farmers need to at least have an alternative source that they could go back to the older hybrids as fast as they can, if need be. Now, I realize farm economics. I realize that there's more money in GMO. I get it. But also, this GMO thing gives the globalists and the chemical companies and the fertilizer companies, that gives them a lot of control and power over your operation. You have to use their products. If you buy their hybrid, you have to go ahead and use their system. All it would take is one little thing to disrupt the system. And then in a season or two, you could be bankrupt. So I wouldn't trust GMO. I wouldn't trust the big pharma that's putting their money into the farming operations of this country. I know I'm going to upset some farmers. But I really want to look out for the American farmer because I am a farmer and I want to look out for farms. I live on a family farm. I'm the fourth generation on the same farm. I get it. But I also know that this world is crazy and we have tyrants and we have people right now that are doing very, very evil things. And so just watch yourself. Have a plan B. Get it ready. Right now, the environment is being used to bring in different levels of tyranny. 
And I'm not an environmentalist, but I consider myself a conservationist. I think the word environmentalist now has a horrible connotation to it, and it means something more politically than it does anything else. But I want to address the people that would consider themselves either a conservationist or an environmentalist. This man-made climate change narrative, I think, is true, but not in the way that you think. I look up in the sky and I see airplanes that are spraying chemtrails. They're making clouds. I thought the environmentalists didn't like greenhouse gases. And the gases are supposedly supposed to hold the heat in against the earth to make the earth warmer. But yet you have airplanes up there spraying what I would consider greenhouse gases. Where is the outrage in the, of the environmental community against this tampering with nature, tampering with God's ecosystem? God made this planet. He made it perfect. And he declared it good. So why do we have pilots up there spraying chemicals in our atmosphere? Not just once in a while, but massive amounts all over the world. Who's paying for this? Who's doing this? Anyone in the airline industry out there that hears this might get upset with me. But where are you? Why aren't you standing up against this, this corruption of God's natural atmosphere? Why are you changing the atmosphere? Who gave anyone any right to be spraying things that not only mankind but all creation has to breathe in? Don't tell me that chemtrails are not real. I know firsthand I've seen too much. I know the effects of chemtrails. I've seen chemtrails come down to the ground in misty weather. I know there's substances in it because I walked through it and I was pulling it out of the air with my fingers. It was like spider webs. It was absolutely disgusting. I've seen airplanes turn on and turn off their nozzles. I was watching one aircraft fly from the United States into Mexico. And I made the comment. I said, I wonder if the Mexican government wants them to spray over them. Lo and behold, right as that plane got across the border and I was in a border town, the chemtrail turned off. So don't tell me that they're not controlling what they're putting in our atmosphere. And so, where are you, environmentalists? Why aren't you standing up against this? This is doing more harm than what you're fighting against. You're fighting against big oil, and you're fighting against pipelines, and you're fighting against all these things that are actually safe and regulated. But you don't say a word about the chemtrails. You have eyes. You see them. And to you in the airline industry, stand up. Stand up for your industry. Quit destroying our atmosphere. Why are you taking orders to do this? I know that Bill Gates said that he wanted to block out the sun several years ago. Are you being paid by Bill Gates? Stand up. It's time you looked in the mirror, took stock in yourself. Stand up against this. It's wrong. I know that I've been scolding lots of people. And this is probably a show that might make some people mad. That's not my point. My point is to get people to wake up. And this is to the general population. Wake up. You're being lied to over and over and over again by the media. You're being lied to by Dr. Fauci over and over and over. You're being inoculated with this deadly poison they call a vaccine. There are lots of things changing right now and not changing for the better. 
and know that just because they're changing doesn't mean it's going to get better for you. If you're not one of the global elitists right now, you're not part of their plan. You're just nothing but a useful idiot. And I think the general population needs to understand that they need to look in the mirror and make up their mind what side they're going to be on. Because you're going to have to choose a side. You're either going to be with God and with God's people and with God's plan, living on God's earth as God created it, or you're going to be on the other side. There is really isn't any middle ground here. So it is my desire for everyone to ponder my words. Understand that I deeply care. I deeply care about the people who listen to Truth to Ponder. I deeply care about the ones I love. I'm seeing it systematically destroyed. I'm seeing lies being told that are so obviously lies that it's almost laughable. But it's not funny because there are people believing those lies every day. I try to be informative to everyone I come in contact with. And some of them look at me like I'm from Mars. I try to tell them what's going on and what's happening and why it's happening. And they'll say, I didn't hear anything about that. I'm running into people that haven't even heard the vaccines are harmful. They think that everything is good. They've been told that they're safe, they're effective, and they're approved. And they're none of the above. And there's always words that the other side puts out, such as anti-vaxxer, anti-this, anti-that, anti-abortion. Well, if you're pro-abortion, if you're for killing innocent babies, if you stand for abortion and the killing of innocent life, it's time for you to search your soul. It's time for you to really reflect on what you believe in and why you believe in it. A society that believes in the murder of innocent children and sacrificing them on the altar of politics and sacrificing them on the altar of science, that's disgusting to me. Totally disgusting. So it is my prayer that the average person in this world wakes up, understands that there is truth out there. God is truth. God is truth. And there's truth in his word. You need to seek out truth tellers. People who are going to tell you like it is. I so much appreciate Bob Bierman because he tells you like it is. I think shows like this are very vital right now in waking people up and informing them. My whole purpose for this show was not to scold and it was not to be negative, but I really do feel that there are some positive changes that can happen on this earth if people repent and have a change of heart. In God's word, he says he will heal our land if we would repent and turn from our wicked ways. That is my wish for the world, is to repent and turn from your wicked ways. I have my own show on podcast and also broadcast. It's called the Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show. Just go to Anchor, Spreaker, PodPoint, or PodPage and do a search for the Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show And that's an easy way to find my show. In my show, I talk all about living off-grid. I talk about surviving tough times, trying to get through this craziness. So I invite all the Truth to Ponder listeners to give my show a listen. 
I would appreciate that. And if you would like to send an email to me, please send an email to Bob at Truth to Ponder, and he'll make sure that he forwards that to me. Well, I hope I haven't been too rough on everybody. My point is not to be rough on you, but maybe shake you a little bit and wake you up. Anyway, I love my country. I love my God. I love my fellow citizens. And I decided that I am going to make a stand. What you're listening to is me making my stand. Each and every one of us has to make our own stand in our own way. And my way to make a stand is to stand up for God, stand up for right, stand up for truth, and try to get others to do the same. And not do it in a quiet way, not doing it in a violent way, but doing it in a very firm, solid way. So I'd like to thank Bob Bierman for having me again on Truth to Ponder. The hour always goes by so fast. And know when I'm not on the microphone on Truth to Ponder, I'm just like you. I'm listening to Bob Bierman. So again, thanks, Bob, for having me. I'd like to thank all the listeners for sticking around and listening to me. And again, thanks, Bob, for having me on Truth to Ponder. Jim, I want to thank you for taking the time to to produce this program and put this together for me to really help me out. All I can tell the listeners to this program is this has been a huge blessing for me. There are so many things on my plate over these next several weeks. And and having somebody put together one of the programs takes a tremendous dent out of my schedule. And I'm just so appreciative. And I hope that you are too with all that uh, Jim Calhoun had to share. If you'd like to contact Jim, you can do it through this program and through our mailing address or our email address. Our email address is you can contact me, Bob, at truth2ponder.com. That's Bob at truth2ponder.com. Our regular mailing address, and if you'd like to support the program, that is so much appreciated to pay for the airtime. You can make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio. That's Ancient Word Radio. And our mailing address during these months that we are down and traveling and working in Florida is 5753 Highway 85 North. That's 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248, and that is in Crestview. One word, Crestview, Florida, and the zip code 32536. That zip code again is 32536. Well, tomorrow we get together on Thursday, and I've got a program, and I'm going to bring back a memory from 10 years ago that maybe you forgot. And a whole lot more, so I will see you on tomorrow's edition of Truth to Ponder. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.